Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Hey everyone, it's Todd Duncan. Welcome to the Where Success Happens podcast. Our goal every time we do one of these is to share ideas with you that can make a positive difference in how you go forward in life and business, increase your joy, your happiness, your fulfillment. And uh, man, if we can do that, then it's a win-win for everybody. We have a really cool, cool, cool podcast we're about ready to lay down for you. It involves uh, a gal named Tony Van Schoik, who I met two and a half years ago, her daughter, Catherine, who I also met two and a half years ago, and uh, obviously mother and daughter. But this is going to be super inspirational. You're going to see some things that are just going to blow your mind. And I look forward to this. This is the first time we've ever done a mother-daughter kind of obviously a team, but you're going to be blown away when you understand what that team really means. So I met both of these wonderful women uh, in September of 2018. I was speaking for a global conference with a company by the name of Monate. And uh, this was their annual get together, about six or 7,000 men and women in the audience. It's a global sale, direct selling organization. And we don't need to get into the products, but it's very, very cool stuff. And Tony, I'll let you take us there. But we've got this neat opportunity to see what does it really look like to begin to go to the top of your game, whatever your game is, no matter what your opportunities are, how do you get to the top? So Tony is an author. She's a speaker. She is probably one of the most renowned direct selling uh, professionals that I've ever had a chance to encounter. Um, We first met, as I said, in Washington, D.C. in 2018. After the conference was over, I was backstage and coming out and I noticed Tony, a couple other women, and I noticed this this really cute young girl. I didn't know her name, Catherine, but she came over and you can see some of the pictures that we're putting into uh, the podcast right now. If you're watching this, it was one of those moments where I was like blown away because as you can see by one of the pictures, Catherine was actually in the audience taking notes. And I looked at that and I was thinking, wow, that's crazy. And then I had this moment where I got down on my knees and I looked at Catherine and I asked her what she wanted to do when she grew up. And she had this beautiful vision. And here we are today, two and a half years later. And uh, I just had a chance to be in Miami and speak for Monet again at Virtual X, their global uh, live stream. And I had a chance to record a video and shoot it to Catherine. And then she shot me a video. Anyway, I could go on forever. But Tony and Catherine, welcome to the podcast. Good to have you. Thank you so much, Todd, for having us. We're we're so honored to be here. So excited. <laughs> All right. So I think one of the things that blew me away when we first met, and then and then Tony in Miami recently, um, and then looking at a lot of your YouTube videos and what you do to equip people to be successful in business, um, it's really clear to me that you have like a mindset that is amazing. I think it's transferred to your daughter, Catherine, but when you think about running a global business and and there may be people listening that don't understand direct selling as a model, they don't understand what it looks like to have, you know, business and, and downlines and payouts and things like that. You're at the top of your game. Um, talk about how important mindset has been to you as a business leader. Well, mindset, <laughs> it really taught is everything. And first of all, I, I, I just, before I get involved in that, I just want to say thank you. Um, you. You know, you've been working with us now for since the beginning of the year, and you're seriously, your training has changed us so much. 
and helped us so much. But the one thing that you said on a call that we were on is that, how can I help you win? And I never could articulate exactly what I wanted to convey to people. And that was such that just that little sentence. And I've started using that more and more um, in the way that I speak to people. We talk about mindset is everything because you either can or you can't. And that's exactly the result that you're going to get. So it's so important that you feed your mind daily and that you're always putting positive things, daily personal development, reading something positive as soon as you get up in the morning, uh, setting your mind with intention, giving gratitude. And that really sets the tone for your entire day. So that's what I have done every morning. Um, I know that, you know, we've, we've taught that to our girls and Catherine she's, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, she's my daughter. She truly leaves a mark on every single person that she meets because she emulates joy. She emulates positivity. And you cannot, you know, you can't even walk by her without smiling and wanting to stop and talk to her. And um, that, you know, yes, did she, you know, model this after, you know, all of the things that we've been able to do? Absolutely. But she truly, it comes intrinsically for her and I think that's what makes her so spe special. But if you don't mind, I would like her to share a little bit about, you know, her mindset and what she does. Well, I, I would, first of all, I just want to acknowledge that it is beautiful to hear you say that because I think that one of the one of the goals that everybody has as a leader, and we'll get into leadership later, but as a mom, as a dad, you want your kids to win, right? You want your kids to develop that kind of same sense of what fires you up. And, and, and I want to go back to kind of, giving people the scope of what you have built, Tony. But Catherine, from the moment I met you, it was like you were a attitude fountain just spraying. Like, like look at a fire hydrant with the top off and it says attitude. It's just like, <sighs> I was blown away. Um, how Talk to us. You're, you're 13, right? I am, yes. Talk about positivity as a 13-year-old and give us your, your insight to that. So positivity for me means, you know, talking to people, making sure they're okay, because everybody needs that person where they can talk to them. And positivity is one of the things that everybody needs, positive mindset and no negative self-talk whatsoever. It has to be positive, positive, positive. And it, everybody just needs that light for them and i want to be that light and that light can is positivity and showing that i love them so let me ask you a question every day when you wake up i know that summer has just started for you but every day when you wake up your mom talks about intention and positivity and gratitude do you have like a morning ritual as a 13 year old do you have something that you kind of plug into every day that reminds you of being that light and how important it is? Um, it's first when I wake up, I always go with my dad for a walk. And that is probably what it is for me. So every morning having time with your dad and kind of setting that intention and yeah. what does he, what does he do for you in the morning? Besides just you guys get to experience father daughter love together. What, what is, what happens in the morning that, that he might share with you or help you out that inspires you? Advice. Uh, oh. we, we always just connect and 
whenever we take our walk, we always just take in the scene because when we go for a walk, we always go to this one place and it's beautiful. There's a pond and everything, there's turtles and it just, it's joyful. And we just, I just love it. I can feel it coming out of you and I can see it effervescing from you and uh, a joy, joy and beautiful, two really great words. Tony, um, how intentional has it been to model this for you and your husband, for your girls? I mean, I, I still, I, all I had to do was look at the pictures from the first time we met today. And I, I felt this moment of like, holy cow, this is special. And you and I've come to know each other more since then, but I think every parent in the world would love their kids to have joyful, peaceful, positive, like attitudes as soon as possible in life. Is there anything special about kind of the intention you and your husband had to create a culture of your family where your kids felt like they were winning and that they could conquer and do anything they wanted to? I, I think from day one, um, and, and so my husband, got Naomi when she was six years old and he had never been a father before. And then Catherine, you know, we had her uh, back in 2007, but the great thing about it was, is that we always wanted our children to, 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 to win at life, but we wanted them to do what really spoke to their heart. We did not want to live vicarious through them. We wanted them to live vicariously through themselves. And I think that that was the defining difference is that, you try your hardest. You're not going to understand everything. We're not going to beat ourselves up. We're going to spend time where things bring us joy. So um, I think we set that intention since since day one. You go after your dreams, no matter no matter what or how big or you know whatever the case may be. Like, what have you always talked about being? I've always wanted to be like in the entertainment industry, like more comedy actress, because I want to make people laugh. I want to see their smile on their face because that just makes my day. So we've, we've supported that dream and she's known this pretty much since she's been able to walk and talk. So, you know, we've always really gravitated towards what she wants to do, where her interests lie. And I think that's what's really made the difference is that we didn't try to force her into a mold. Right, right. So I, I think it's interesting right now because because uh, there's a lot of people, and, and even for me, when you and I had a chance uh, recently to connect in Miami and and you told me that it was Catherine's, I think you told me it's Catherine's birthday, right? And, and, um, and when I got that video, because I'd sent uh, a, a video to Catherine, when I got that video back from Catherine, and Catherine, you were talking about what you wanted to be when you grew up. I sat there with Deb and we just looked at that. And I had to replay it like four or five times because the clarity, the energy, the positivity, the attractiveness, your spirit. I mean, it was all like it was the package. And I said, I said, honey, look at this. So what I want to do, Ray, is I want to just real quickly play that video, just put that video in right now with Catherine talking about what she wanted to be when she grew up. And that was a very special moment. Watch this. So Catherine, when you thought about doing that recording, I, it seemed like it was really natural to you when you sent me the video of being in front of the RV and, you know, putting your hands up, look at our background. It was just like, it was like so natural to you. Is that how you 
do every day? Like, is that, that seems to be you, right? It is me, but sometimes it just isn't there. You know, sometimes it can be hard and, you know, you want to be on your A game the all day, every day, but that's just not the case sometimes. And I always try to be, and usually that is me. I can, I can feel it. I can see it. And I think it's natural. It's in, you know, when I watch that video from <clears throat> just what, five weeks ago, six weeks ago, <clears throat> I look at that video and it's the same girl I saw two years ago in DC. You were as effervescent then as you were today. And Tony, I just, I'm blown away because every parent would love for their kids to experience joy and hopefulness and positivity and what a role model it's been to, to watch how Catherine kind of aligns with that. And, and just, uh, if I could package you in a little bottle, Catherine, I could sell you all over the world for a lot of money because that's how positive you are. I'd like to bottle you and package you and have everybody get a dose of Catherine every day. That's how that's how I feel about your energy and your and your focus and and all that. And I love the fact that at age thirteen, you can say, "Not every day is like that. Not every day is going to be like a game. It's you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. Bad days, but." The good news about any day is it ends at midnight and you get to start over the next day and, you know, make any improvements you want to make from yesterday and celebrate where you're going to go tomorrow. And that sure seems like the Catherine that I'm watching right now. And I'm very proud of you. It's it's exceptional to watch your spirit. Um, so, Tony, give everybody the scope of your business real quick. I mean, you, you sent me a text recently that you had hit this like big, big mark. And that I think in three years, you wanted to hit this other big, big mark. You're talking about mindset and you're talking about vision. Your daughter talks about vision. Talk to us a little about, about your Monique business. Uh, well, Todd, I, I launched with the company seven years ago. So I, I've been here since the beginning. Uh, we knew that it was a, a great product. We knew the, the owners and our president very, very well. Um, from the, you know, We built that relationship when we launched in 2014. Since then, we had no idea that it was going to scale as much as it did. And, you know, we grew very quickly with very little tools. And the one thing that made the difference was the fact that I already had, you know, previous experience in the field uh, in another company for six years. We, we did well, but it wasn't on the level that Monade is at. We actually have been able to change so many people's, I mean, millions of people's lives through a safer, cleaner uh, product that just has a great financial opportunity for everyone. But the, the playing field, is it's all leverage. And throughout all of this and doing the personal development and the reading and the listening to podcasts, which she's done, you know, since she's been born, um, it really has helped because we've, we've gone through some massive issues. You know, we've, we've, uh, you know, the bigger you get, the, the bigger the target. And so more people come after you, we've had to learn how to always look at, you know, the, the glass is half full, not half empty. Right. So it's all about optimism because even though business in any, any business you have ebb and flow, but it's what you do during those downtimes that really change the game when you start to rise up again. So 
A great leader anticipates that there are going to be problems. They are going to anticipate on what to do to get through that problem to come out on, on the other side. And there is no doubt with no question that you cannot get past through big problems without having the proper mindset and without having that vision. What do I want on the other side? So um, in, in respect to what you asked, yes, uh, we just hit um, a major milestone in our business, but we did that in six years. I want to double that in three. So that's and yeah. talking about needing mindset and needing, you know, courage and consistency and whatnot. And uh, in terms of organizationally, you're you're at the top of the, the game, right? I mean, you you have built a very, very sizable global business. And and I look at that and I look at you are an everyday energized human being that wakes up and attacks and you have joy the way you do it. I watched you present, you know, to virtual X and I mean, I'm sitting here taking notes, just watching you present and you have a passion that doesn't have to be manufactured. It's like, it is there. And I think about that and I think about um, this idea of mindset and, and you know that we've been working together all year with the senior leadership group at Monate and one of the things that we are talking about is these principles. And one of the principles that's so important is that success can only be built on failure. And I think a lot of people don't have a positive mindset around failure. Catherine, I'm going to put you on the spot. How do people handle failure if they want to be winners in life? You're just going to have to take it. I mean, <laughs> It, that that you have to give yourself some grace always because you tried your hardest. Now you got to let it go. You got to just breathe. And people, when they fail, they don't give their selves that, their, themselves that grace time to just breathe. And that's one of the biggest issues. Just cut yourself some slack. I mean, you work so hard. It, you learn from your failures. Well, it's and and you know, I mean, uh, again, none of this is choreographed. If anybody's watching this conversation, it's as raw and real as I just uh, I sent a text to Tony this morning. I said, "What do you want to talk about?" And it was mindset, consistency, and self leadership. And here we are. We're just uh, we're just moving with it. And you know, Catherine, to put you on the spot, but to have you be so articulate about something so young in life, there's a lot of kids that don't grow up understanding the power of failure being a good thing. And there's a lot of parents that don't um, allow their children to understand the power of failing. And, you know, when when you when you wake up and you don't feel that failure can be a great learning moment for you, you're afraid of taking action. And, you know, when you look at your goal to to be in entertainment and to be in, in stand up comedy and you think about. How many times is a joke like bottom out or how many times do you say something you're expecting a whole you know group to laugh and you get a little spit spittering or spattering of laugh and you know it's it's like failure and success they they are they are the same dna structure right one one and the uh, one can't happen with the other and the more you have a one the more you're going to need the other and whenever you succeed at a new level you're going to if you want to go to another level you got to be okay with failure if we want to go in three years, Tony, where we went in six years and we want to do that kind of growth again, 
that's going to take some that's going to take some vulnerability it's going to take some risk it's going to take definitely mindset and i think the greatest gift that you guys have given the podcast universe at least from our tribe is the idea that failure is a really good thing and you, you you talked about optimism and there's a book out that i read 22 years ago called learned optimism it, it was by a guy by a guy was it is by a guy named martin seligman and um, he spent a lot of time at the University of Pittsburgh in the happiness study and the whole idea around learned optimism. And one of the things he said, which was very interesting, is he said, when people wake up and they are pessimistic versus waking up and being optimistic, with your analogy of glass half full, glass half empty, the people that see the glass is half full outperform those who see it half empty by a minimum of 42%. And the more positive you are, the more that performance creates even more outcome because people are attracted to positivity. And in the world in which we live right now, nobody has to go very far to find negativity. I mean, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. And that's why making this mindset choice is so critical. Um, so you both have addressed that. Let's, let, let's switch to consistency. And I'm going to do this again because it's always it's always a little risky, but I, I'm going to trust this. So, Catherine, what does consistency mean to you? Doing something every day, no matter what. And and more than one thing, right? It's like whatever you want, there's a need to what? Do it every yeah. day. And you said yeah. whether you want to or not. Where did that come from? Honestly, you know, my parents have given me amazing advice my whole life. And a lot of this has stemmed from that advice going into my brain and forming and then coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever, whatever they have been doing and are doing it, it is working. You know, Tony, when you think about consistency and we think about um, one of the principles that we are working on with senior leadership at your company is this idea that <clears throat> competence leads to confidence and then confidence leads to consistency. Tell me about being at the top of the direct selling world, having a massive influence on millions of people's lives. And what are some of the behaviors that you see as a leader that all successful people are consistent at doing? beyond morning mindset, rhythm, that type of stuff. But what do you see as a, a leader as you look at your troops, you know, your downline, when you look at your, your, the leaders that surround you, um, what, what, is, what is the message that you feel every day that consistency has brought you and your team? And then what does it do for you guys? Well, Todd, it all starts, it all starts with you, right? You have to, you have to lead from within and the one thing I can't ask my team to do something I'm not willing to do. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and so uh, you have to lead by example. That's the bottom line. So every day, you know, reaching out to new people, doing follow-ups, consistently growing your contact list, um, supporting, you know, supporting your teams, having a regular, um, you know, check-in coaching uh, schedule, everything that I do. And I plan it out quarter, you know, it goes from quarter to month to week to day. 
Um, and we've been consistent with that since, since the beginning. And I still am, even though, you know, we can, we don't have to work a day in our life again. That's not really what we're all about. You talked about passion. I, this is my God path and I'm talking about it right now and I'm getting angel bumps, but <laughs> so am I. <laughs> we, we still do the same thing we did on day one, seven years later, because it matters to us. And we have so many more people to help and to share this with, I mean, that's, that's what we were put, that's what we were put here to do. The best part is, is that now, you know, Catherine, actually, I don't even have to open up my mouth anymore. She just loves, she loves sharing with people. And, you know, it makes me so proud that she's not afraid to, you know, ask questions and, and, and dive right in and figure out what makes people tick. And that's really what we do. We're professional relationship builders. And I have to care more about that person and what they want from from what they need in their life and how can I help them? That that is really how we're wired. And and the consistency um, becomes um, habit formation, right? And I think what's interesting, I'd like I like to hear from both of you on this. I think a lot of people, when they think about business, they forget the idea that manufacturing. Let's just use that as a, a loosely held word. Manufacturing success should be a regular, rhythmic process where that success assembly line moves every day and it does the same thing every single day, which when you think about it, people, people say, I'd like to be more spontaneous in business. I'd like to be a little bit more flexible or not have you know, blocks of time for this or that or whatnot, where in effect, if I create that kind of consistency, that rhythm, I'll have, you just said it, you don't have to work another day in your life. You have more freedom by following a rhythmic, consistent process than you will ever have by being spontaneous and starting and stopping and, you know, being interrupted and this, that, and the other thing. And it doesn't feel at face value sexy, but anything that is worth it, anything that is big, uh, anything that is 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 significant requires this like boom, 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 boom. And then pretty soon the flywheel takes over and you got more people helping you scale than you did seven years ago or even 13 years ago when you had, you know, that that previous experience. And and that's why, because you're consistent as a leader. So what, Catherine, do you see in your mom and what do you see in your own life um, as to the power of consistency? Uh, my mom every day is like driving a car and she hits that gas to the extent that the car will go. And she will not stop. And she will not just say, oh, there's a red light. She'll run that red light. <laughs> <laughs> and every day I... I Everybody that wants to be successful, consistent, has to do what she does with that. Yeah, so it's it's uh, I, I'm the red light thing. I, I get it. Um, there's a very very small delta between green, yellow, and red, um, and I understand I understand that. But I think the metaphor is your mom does whatever it takes to win, and with high integrity, with high trust with sensational leadership. That's why you are emulating her in such a, a modelable and beautiful way. And, um, and I think a lot of people give up 
too soon. I think they, I, mm -hmm. I think they, I think a lot of people give up. I, like one of the rules I have, it's called the 95% rule. And it goes like this, 95% of the people go 95% of the way and they get 5% of what's available. 5% go 100% of the way and they get 95% of what's available. That's the power of consistency. It's people give up too soon. They don't understand the, the compounding effect. They don't understand that day after day after day, if I do this every single day, at some point, it's gonna tip a tipping point and we're gonna win. And the people that give up never get to experience that. So that's the power of consistency, right? Absolutely, it's it's showing it's showing up in in some way, shape, or form every single day. Yeah, I love that. Okay, let's go to our third topic: self leadership. Um, self leadership, the leadership of self. What does that mean to you, Tony? It's when you do things behind closed doors that you're talking about, in, you know, face to face and in public with people. Um, self leadership is also having self discipline. And there's nothing wrong with the word discipline. It is it is actually a very good word. Um, is it because you know again it's about you know our morning routine, what we get up and we do every single day, what we do in our afternoon, what we do in our evening to keep moving ourselves forward. And Todd, I I love what you said, but you know I I have this the the, the five pillars: friends, family, faith, fitness, and finances. Right? I'm touching on all five of those pillars every single day. Yeah. And. Same again. It, Same again. Real slow. Uh, sorry. Faith, family, friends, finances, and fitness. Awesome. So every single day I'm touching on those five pillars in my life because th those are what are important to me. And, you know, she probably, she does have a lot of the same that we have, you know, because I mean, she is my daughter, but <laughs> she also has her own things, you know, like she, she loves to dance. She's always practicing, you know, her dancing and, um, she, she, you know, loves her dog and just different things, but we do, our mornings are wired. That's where our consistency hits. And that's where we start our day is to make sure that, and that's all about self-leadership. We're doing this, you know, Monday through Friday, or maybe it's, you know, you take Wednesday off and you're hitting it on Saturday, but you also want your, and especially in this business model, you want your you want your folks to have um, a true place that they're actually focused yeah. and being consistent on the income producing activities. Right, right. No, it's and and self leadership. You said something that's interesting. That discipline is a very powerful word. And again, if we go back to like ancient scripture, one of the one of the uh, methodologies that when I was young and selling, it was like. This idea that when you, and Catherine, this is kind of to your point, when you don't do what you know you're supposed to do, which is discipline, right? <clears throat> you will despise yourself. That is what it says in ancient scripture 6,000 years ago. I don't like the word despise, but I, but I can totally see it, that the longer people don't do what they know would produce a better outcome for them, a better lifestyle experience. The longer you don't do what you're, what you know you should do, the harder it is to have a positive self-image and self-esteem. And so, when we look at self-leadership, we have to look at Catherine. To your point, do what you need to do every single day. So, I don't think a lot of pe I, I, I don't think a lot of adults necessarily have an appreciation for that. 
like maybe you do. So what's a 13-year-old mind say about self-leadership? You influence people to a great extent. Mm -hmm. You you are leading people with you. You aren't giving yourself excuses. You aren't giving other people excuses. And you aren't being a mushy pile. You aren't being... What is the, you aren't being, you aren't letting people walk all over you too. You're just telling them, hey, this is what you need to do. And I, that's what I think self-leadership is. I love it. You, you too. Me, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the fact that at age 13, you, you say that your parents give you great advice. And I can tell you right now that it is, it is obviously working and I predict, uh, and I think I said this on the video that your mom showed you a couple months ago. I think I said, I predict greatness for you. And I think you can do anything you put your mind to. And now I know that that's how you think. And to see the joy in your face and to understand your passion and thirst as a 13 year old, I don't think I even really got that until I was 16. And the only reason I got it is because I got a book from my grandma that was entitled Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude. And that was my first exposure to like positivity. And then when I was in my early 20s, I really started understanding that there's two types of people, positive and negative. And the negative people take me down and the positive people pull me up. I'm choosing positivity. And I've always been a glasses half full kind of guy now because there's power in everything that doesn't go according to plan. Everything that doesn't work like we thought it would work, if we have the right attitude and we have the right mindset and we see the, the good, right? I have, a, I have a lesson I did 25 years ago called silver lining living, meaning that in every moment of gray clouds, there's silver lining. There's something positive. And you guys have, especially you, Catherine, you've really embraced that. So we got about a minute left. And I'm going to I'm going to ask Catherine if somebody came up to you like I'm about to do and asks you, what's the number one thing you would advise millions of people who want to be successful to do? What would you say? You need to get your mindset in check before you do anything. And that means personal development, personal growth, and you need to be doing everything you can to get your mindset in the place where it needs to be. And that includes things that you love doing and people that you love. And surround yourself with the people that you love because they'll influence you to be successful. Perfect. Tony, what's your answer to the same question? I would say, first of all, love yourself, yeah. believe in yourself. And if you need that belief built up or you need to be held accountable, find someone that's going to do that for you. Um, a lot of times what we see is um, the, the biggest the biggest challenge is that people don't have the belief or the confidence that they can achieve their dreams and their goals. Well, find yourself a personal dream builder that will build with you. And that's that. And, and of course, what you're feeding into your mind, it's so important to do that first thing in the morning, you know, whether you're doing devotions or, or personal development, it's it's so, so vastly important to set your day up for success. Yeah. And how you how you enter the day um, determines often how the day is going to go. And if you start off negative, it's going to go bad fast. 
And if you start off positive, you're gonna be able to handle some of the stuff that isn't part of the plan. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say something right now that accountability is not punitive. Accountability and having accountability, personal accountability, professional accountability, marital partner accountability, even father, father daughter or mother daughter accountability each way, um, accountability is the most powerful growth ingredient there is. And if you don't, if you set goals <clears throat> and at the end of setting goals, you don't answer a question. And the question is by when, if you don't answer that question and you set goals, you're going to take too long to accomplish the goals and you may not even finish them at all. But when you have a by when, like by this date, I'm going to have this done. And you put some discipline to the daily, in, as Tony said, income producing activities, then all it is is about doing that every single day. And pretty soon you arrive and you go, okay. And now all that was, was a daily decision, daily behavior of accountability. And if you know what you're doing, you know why you're doing it, you know the lives of the people you're influencing, you will hold yourself accountable. Some of the goals are big enough where you need somebody else to hold you accountable. Share your goals, share your vision, share your dream, share the steps to your dream, and then have somebody work with you every other week and just have a conversation about how can I do this better? And there is nothing more important than feeling that you have success outcomes to raise the floor and help you go even further. And to Catherine's point early on, you got to see failure as positive. You can't see it as negative. And the people that that make failure their friend go further than those that make failure their foe. Pretty straightforward. Mother-daughter team, Tony and Catherine, good to have you guys on our podcast. 40 minutes of just beautiful stuff. And uh, we wish you nothing but the best. Uh, Tony, I know we'll be in touch. Catherine, I'm confident we're going to be in touch as you continue to navigate life. And uh, what an inspiration you are to uh, the world, obviously, and, uh, and what an inspiration you are to me today. So thank you for doing this. And uh, I wish you guys a great, great celebration this weekend and enjoy. And Catherine, you're a blessing to my life. And Tony, you obviously are. She wouldn't be here without you. So thanks, Catherine, thanks, Tony. Best thank wishes. You. Thank you so much for having us on. It was a joy. It was awesome. Bye, Catherine. Bye. Bye, Tony. Bye. Bye. Everyone, it's Todd Duncan. Exciting announcement, probably the most important workshop I'm gonna do for the entire year. It is called Irrefutable and it is on July 22nd from nine to one Pacific Standard Time. During those four hours, I'm inviting every lender and their real estate agents and business partners to come and attend this live stream workshop. I'm going to release and show you the implementation track for the five principles of high performance mortgage and real estate practices. Every one of these principles on their own will change the direction of your life and your business, but them combined together will be a code of success unlike anything you've ever experienced. I promise you that. I got a text this morning from somebody who just in the first six months of this year has closed $100 million in volume handling that volume because of the five principles. Click the show notes below, enter promo code TODD50, and we'll give you $50 off the ticket price. And we'll see you on July 22nd, nine o'clock sharp, four hours of irrefutable.